Welcome to Ethics in the Naval Warrior. I'm your host, Michael Sears, at the Stockdale Center for Ethical Leadership. My guest today is special. He enters his 14th season as the head coach of the football team at the Naval Academy and his 24th season in Annapolis overall. We all know the stats, 10 winning seasons, 10 bowl games during his time as head coach, which makes his one of the greatest eras in the school. The program's all-time winningest coach, and he beat Notre Dame three times. Welcome, Coach Ken Niamatololo. Hey, Mike. How you doing? Thank, thank you for having me. I appreciate you being here, Coach. And uh, let's jump into this. You know, what a great football record. It stands out. But we're going to talk about some of the things that inform that record, that informs you as a man. Yes, uh, football, absolutely, but also family, faith, and traditions. Now, you played football quarterback at the University of Hawaii. You're a native of Laie, Hawaii, and with your wife, Barbara, have three kids and four granddaughters. Yeah, it's um, like all of us, you know, family is everything. Very, very blessed, Michael, to have a wonderful wife that's very supportive in a very brutal profession. You know, I love this, being a, f- a football coach, you're a teacher, you're a mentor, father figure in many, many ways. But it's a very demanding, very unforgiving, very ruthless profession. So you have to have a strong support system. And with my wife, my children, uh, my grandkids, it's definitely, I feel very blessed to have a great family. We feel very blessed to live here in Annapolis. You know, I've raised my family here, Mike, and it's it's been awesome. It's been awesome living here in Annapolis, working here at the Naval Academy, the type of people that you work with. I pinch myself every day. I just feel very blessed to be here. It's an amazing place and you've clearly added to it. You know, I've, I've heard, Coach, you talk about the why and why the why is so important to you. Uh, it leads to the what and the how. Let me ask you this. Tell us a little bit about that why. Why is the why so important to you? You know, the why I think is an important thing for all of us because the why drives the what and the how. And in this profession, if your why is only about winning, I think sometimes in life, if you're older and you're in a profession, if your why is only about making money and that's your why, sometimes your morals go. Sometimes you sell your principles and your values just so that you can accomplish your why. And so it's important that your why is... I believe, has a good moral background. Uh, there's a great foundation behind it. Because to me, your why drives everything. It drives what you do, drives how you do it. And for me, my why basically comes from how I've been raised. Michael, I mean, I'm um, Polynesian, like you said. I'm Samoan, raised in Hawaii. Parents came to, uh, my grandparents came to the United States to have a better life. They're hard workers. So some of my wives seen how they've worked and provided for me and my, my siblings. Uh, my faith as a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, strong Christian background. Uh, just, you know, try to be a good person to others. And, you know, football, I, I love being a head football coach and I love being a coach. But football isn't everything and football isn't what drives me. The whys, like I just talked about, my faith, my family, how I was raised, those things drive me. And I really believe if your why is strong, then what and how you do things will be dictated off that. Like our why here at the Naval Academy is to develop young men of character and leadership. That's our why. Our why is not to win the CIC. 
a wise not to be an Army or Air Force, a wise not to win the American Conference, or a wise to develop young men of character and leadership. And then you get into the what and hows and what we're going to do to do that. You know, we're going to we're going to win, you know, the CIC and AEC and go to a bowl game because I think that there's things involved in that what that you can still accomplish your why, you know, by doing some of those things that and what and how you're going to do things. You know, in our culture that we talk about how we're going to do it, Mike, is creating our culture and our culture is really, really simple. You know, number one, we're going to be the closest team in the country. Football is the ultimate team sport. There's very few sports that everybody's job description is completely different. You know, in basketball, everybody shoots and dribbles. In baseball, everybody hits and has to learn how to catch and throw a ball. In soccer, everybody kicks it. But in football, what a quarterback does is completely different from what a a defensive back does. What an offensive lineman does is completely different from what a linebacker does. You know, everybody's got a different job description, a different set of skills. You're built differently, you look differently, but you have to come together as a team uh, to perform your your job in order to be successful. So our number one goal is to be the closest team in the country, and our foundation is love. If the why is character, how does your origin story inform your life, uh, your character today. Can you can we talk a little bit about when I when I say culture and your traditions, I'm really talking about the Polynesian tradition. And I've always been absolutely gobstruck by the fact that two, three thousand years ago, some people were standing on a beach and looking off into the horizon. This is in the Pacific Ocean. And they decided to get into a canoe and move across the sea. I, I know I'm pushing this why a little bit, but can you give me your thoughts on why they did that? You know, like you said, the Polynesian people or seafaring people, you know, early on, you know, there's been, you know, there's different theories of where they came from, where they originated from, but obviously they're seafaring people. Uh, you know, and, and seafaring people, you know, there's a lot of wisdom and there's a lot of, you know, back then, obviously, without the navigational uh, modern advances that you have now to navigate, you know, they had to, you know, be guided by the by the stars and by signs and, and you know, natural signs. But I think the thing about the Polynesian people is there in order to do that, you have to be pretty fearless. You have to be a very, you know, committed people, you know, to go to the unknowns on the water, you know, those are obviously, you know, can be treacherous endeavors to, to undertake, especially when you don't know where you're going. But early on, like I said, them being able to navigate through the stars and the way that they navigated through currents and different tides, they were very knowledgeable of the seas. And I'm sure over the, year, over the centuries, you know, mastered those signs even better how to negotiate around the water. Just picking up on what you said about the football team, you know, all different sizes and and shapes. I'm going to bet that in that boat, in that ship, you had people who knew how to build a ship. You had people who knew how to sail the ship. You had people who knew how to row the ship. You had people who knew how to, once you get to land, find water or food or what have you. So, you know, I don't want to push the analogy too far, but you've got a team of people back then pulling together and 
either one or a group of leaders trying to figure out how to get there and keep the team together days and days and weeks. And someone's got to sit there and say, I, I got the idea. I got the story. Let's go this way. No doubt. I mean, you're going to have to, you know, someone's going to have to navigate you and you're going to have to trust that person and you know, trust each other as, you know, when you're on a on a canoe or a va'a, that everybody's got to be able to do their job so that you can arrive there safely. The preparation part as you go, you know, the instruments that you knew, like you use, how you built your 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 va'a or your boat, you know, the, the different trees there on islands to be able to do all of that. There was a lot of collaboration and team effort in that. But also just the Polynesian people, you know, are known to be fierce warriors. You know, the game of football has come, seems pretty natural for Polynesian uh, kids. They enjoy the contact, they enjoy the, the camaraderie, like you said, the communal sense. Polynesians are very religious people. In American Samoa, where I'm from, and a lot of the Polynesian islands, in the evening, there's a bell that rings. And when that bell rings, you're to go home. You're not, you're not supposed to be out. So when you hear that bell, you go home and you have family prayer. You know, I mean, there's not too many places in the world that that happens. Obviously, the islands aren't the only place that that happens. But and so a lot of my background comes from that. Um, come from a religious upbringing. And so, you know, we're, we're, I'm a faith-based person. Like I said, I believe in God, but I believe in treating others fairly. I believe in doing what's right and choosing the right and having some ethics. And, you know, when I came here to the Naval Academy, the honor code was easy for me. It wasn't something that I had to adapt. I don't make right decisions because of the honor code. It's how I've been raised. You know, it's kind of things that I learned from my parents, things that I learned in the faith that I'm in, the religion I'm in, just my culture of growing up. I was taught to do what's right and be a person of integrity. So as competitive as Division One football is, we're not going to cheat. We're going to do things the right way. First and foremost, because that's how I was raised. That's my character. But also it plays perfectly into what this school stands for. You know, we're producing leaders and warriors for our country, and they have to be elite at many things. But if you're not elite in integrity, if you're not elite in, in character, it doesn't matter how smart you are, it doesn't matter how strong you are, because none of it's going to work out. And so a lot of the same principles that I try to instill in our football program and the way we do things, you know, is very, very similar and matches perfectly to the mission of the Naval Academy. And like I said, which matches perfectly of, of my background. So it's been an easy transition for me. Coach, I appreciate your story, your origin story. I, I'm fascinated by the connections, you know, the historical connections between the Polynesian culture and tradition, the seafaring tradition, and how it nicely synchronizes or weaves into what you're doing today, both on the field and off the field. Coach, thank you very much for joining us on Ethics and the Naval Warrior. Thanks, Michael. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the Stockdale Minute, a series of podcasts produced by the Stockdale Center for Ethical Leadership at the United States Naval Academy. You can hear more podcasts at stockdalecenter.com slash podcasts.